0: All American Gunslingers presenting Ubaldi Reports.
1: Hey, this is John at Ubaldi Reports. The one podcast that provides fact, not fiction, on issues affecting America, whether nationally or internationally. And always, I've got my co-host, Joe Bits. But before we get started, if you want to find Ubaldi Reports, you just can um, Google it. Go over to any of the podcast streaming sites at Ubaldi Reports, and it's spelled U-B-A-L-D-I, reports, R E P. O R T S. So I just want to get that out the, out of the way first. Again, thank you for all our listeners are listening and listening to past podcasts. But I want to introduce my co-host Joe Bitts. me. Who is a retired combat marine who served in Iraq, was wounded in Iraq. Luckily, he's um, thankfully he's fine and he's healthy. But he brings a unique perspective, and we just want to talk about this podcast is going to be talking about transgender because this seems to be a big issue with a lot of these companies like Target, Kohl's, the L.A. Dodgers. Um, so let's kind of go Bud in. Bud Light was the one that really got it well, started. Well, let's kind
0: of jump in there. Is, there. is there more of a problem or do you think it's kind of maybe media kind of perpetuating – it versus the actual people. I mean, I don't
1: don't know if it's a problem. All I know is you see companies. Now, the big one that really started it off.
0: I do want to, yeah, we'll talk about Bud Light, but going right into it. So I think when they did the campaign, it was kind of more of a salt on women than it was for men. Correct. But I think Bud Light drinkers kind of responded back with that. But then Bud Light really kind of pulled it back from there. So am I a good person for drinking Bud Light or am I, or not drinking Bud Light? Because there's two ends of the, there's two ends that, okay, if I drink Bud Light, then this group doesn't like me. But if I do drink Bud Light, then this group.
1: I mean, are, it just depends on where you're at. I think if you decide to drink Bud Light, that's on you. That's but not I really, think, you know what Bud Light is not really that good. I know Bud Light, and I used to work at a grocery store a number of years ago. Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch has always been a product that if you go to the beach, you go to the river, you go camping, you take your 24-pack of Bud Light, it's easy to carry. It's not mm-hmm. the most, from what I don't drink, but from what I and I did drink way back when. Green beer was Natty Light. But it was always just a cheaper version, of the blue-collar beer. Now, if you wanted to get a better beer, the microbrews or other more upscale uh, um Beer was the one you went to.
0: Now, back in the day, microbrews are trash. Now they're really good.
1: Yeah. Okay. But now, when Bud Light came out with that, they just they forgot who their demographics were, Mm -hmm. and they just went with. But you're seeing a lot of companies push this now. I don't know how big transgender, what the percentages of American. Last time I checked a little while ago, it was like less than 1% consider themselves transgender.
0: Yes, and but, then, like, that, yeah, that demographic is very, very low. But the it's problem It's even low than that. It's like a point, the, it's a point zero something.
1: Going by what you said at the beginning, it really kind of took heed, I think, last year when Leah Thomas, the swimmer from, I think it was uh, Penn, mm-hmm. she went into swimming competition and she won against one of the swimmers, Riley Gaines from Kentucky. Yeah and riley gain and, and they lost because um Leah Thomas swam the year prior on the Penn swim men swimming team, and he got you know was middle of the pack now all of a sudden he's dominating these swimming events and you look at um Leah Thomas, he's obviously taller, and men typically have in sports have a bigger lung capacity, bone structure heart and, and swimming and I swim a lot. Your lungs are your bread and butter. And when you have a bigger lung capacity, that's that gives you an undue advantage. Mm-hmm. And then you see other sports. But you would probably
0: still get smoked by those the female swimmers, right? Well, here's an example. If you were swimming okay, against no. the female swimmers, you probably get smoked, wouldn't you?
1: Here's an example. I swam at the pool I used to swim at, and there was a 17-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. She was one of the top the – top, junior national swimmer at her age group and swimming. She smoked me in the pool. Okay. But she's been swimming for years, but also, she has, um, I have about 35, 40 years on her. That makes a difference. I was in my 50s and she was 17. Makes a difference. Now, there were a couple lifeguards who were in their early 20s, and they were just a little bit better me, than me in swimming. Yeah. But I still had about 30 years on them in age, that makes it so. I'm in my fifties swimming against swimmers who are in their early twenties. That makes a big difference. It does, but, but I mean,
0: I mean, we're gonna we're kind of like kind of just jump right into sports when it comes to trans, trans, transgenders in America. Correct. I mean, we still have to kind of focus on. There's been a lot more backlash, uh, I think, especially from Target. They kind of they kind of jumped into this whole. Yeah. Well, I think they I think they kind of went into Pride Month a little premature but i guess who they were targeting was the problem
1: yeah who they were targeting, but also where they were putting their pride support um items they were putting it right next to children's wear Mm -hmm. and then when you had um like for women you had to make the determination is it this meant for a man or a woman Mm -hmm. and that is the other issue and it's just like and if you criticize them, it's just its just like you're almost devaluating de- de- women. It's yep. just like when um, Dylan Mulvaney was doing this, um, a commercial. I think it was for Nike or one of the, the, the companies. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that one. He's doing commercials for selling sports bra. A biological male is going to sell sports bras and talking about womanhood. He's only been... A, technically, I guess, a woman for less than a year. And we, when you see biological men women, uh, winning Women of the Year awards, mm-hmm. you, you start to question, are you devaluating women? And then when you dare complain or you don't like that, then you, you're, you're casted as you're homophobic. And when they're pushing it in the schools, and some can question that, but this is fact. They're seeing in California, Virginia, and many other states they're talking about teaching, you know, LGBTQ issues down into elementary school, and that was the whole thing with Ron DeS- Governor Ron DeSantis's bill. Um, I can't think of the title of it, and everybody was the, the basically the "Don't Say Gay" bill. That Had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Is that we're not going to be pushing this to the kindergarten through third grade? Now you've got children around I, I a do. child at that age. I do. How would you feel if they push? sexually explicit or pornographic material or uh, um images and material to to your daughter's age.
0: Yeah, I no, that's a no-go, especially considering her age. But so school year's over for my son, but he also so he has a transgender friend. Uh oh, does he? Yeah, he does. Uh you know, female to male. Uh identifies as he him. So I mean I don't think there there shouldn't there wouldn't be any issues you know it could kind of be like that tomboy syndrome could be uh, but they were well, I think prior up to whatever bill was passed here in Florida they were looking at the gender affirming care correct and you know um, do I agree with it no do I disagree with it not really either I'm kind of like in the the middle. When it comes to that because i don't care be who you want to be um and you know that but that's kind of like your time you know i think definitely you know your adolescence uh teenagers and even like kind of going up that's kind of like your area to explore and find out who you are as a person or what you're going to be and i don't think you know i think Let's not be hasty here. Well, the you know, only thing that when it comes,
1: well, but the only thing when it comes to that for children, children go through a unique time frames. Like let's say a girl, a girls, a lot of girls sometimes are more tomboy mm-hmm. than than they act act girl. But that's just a period they're going through. And if you're gonna be, if, if you're gonna do that before you start to do a life altering change to your body, yeah. I want you to have more of a an idea of is that the decision you want to go, not at that point, and have someone else make that decision. Wait till you're at least 18 when you're a full-grown adult, but, let you make that decision.
0: But also, I mean, to speak on maybe their parents' behalf, kind of, um, they know, you know, it wasn't like a teacher kind of figured this out and took, you know, this person— behind their back and it's like okay well you know we see what's going on we're gonna we're gonna assist you in doing this and so as i think the parents are like completely i know the parents are completely aware what's going on but i mean does that take like should the state take matters into their own hands when it comes to something like that i still like would have georgia maybe georgia or maybe there's an adjacent state where they can go to and and but i still
1: don't agree with gender affirming care for a child, even though they're going through their parents so again, their parents are making that decision for the child. Mm-hmm. And kids go through different periods and sometimes they go through their uh, issues that parents aren't fully um maybe not aware of. But I just think not for a child. No. I think I I'm just totally getting and I'm sure there's gonna be people commenting well, maybe again. I just can... don't no, I think if you if you're gonna do that a gen um Gender-altering, a life-altering change to your body, then you have to be over 18 years old to have it. Okay, done. but
0: I don't need to be 18 years old in order to get my ears pierced. You're talking
1: about something that,
0: that I can get a. Look, I don't. I if I can, if my parents show up to a tattoo parlor, you know, if I show up to a tattoo parlor, but that's with my not 16-year-old. Tr- I, I mean, we can okay,
1: do that. True, but that's not changing the fundamental aspect. That's something permanent. Yeah, but that's not changing for a girl making. If she takes um, hormone blockers or anything like that, or are mutilating her genitalia, that's that's you don't get that back. If you get a tattoo, you mm-hmm. can get a tattoo removal. Mm-hmm. If you can get um, your earrings, you don't want your earrings anymore. You can the, the holes can be plugged. You're not gen. You're not changing your fundamental aspect of whether you're a so boy. So why or is girl. this
0: different? Why are they just like well? For the A, B, and C, you have to be 18 in order to do this. But for this,
1: no. This one is, because this one is, there's no going back. There is no going back. If you take a girl and you do everything you can to prevent her from ever having children to her body, and the same thing with a boy, no. When you alter their genitalia and anything like that, there is no going back on that. And it just seems like they're pushing this Mm -hmm. and pushing this and they're doing things that are pushing a lifestyle or an element. No, it just, it's just, to me, it's a bridge too far. I mean, that is, and we've, and you see these companies, these companies need to stick with what they do best. Like Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch, you sell beer. Mm Mm-hmm. Target, you sell clothing and other items. But weren't the,
0: they just maybe, I think maybe it was just they were trying to get a, uh, in front of the June is Pride Month along with whatever is going on. But but
1: see, but what you're doing is. Were they just
0: trying to get a, like ahead of the curve?
1: Whatever they're doing, you're seeing companies, either they're catering to the, the this woke ideology because they're afraid of getting sued or for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But when, like when the L.A. Dodgers uh, aligning themselves with a group that debases Catholic nuns, why do you have to debase a, a religious organization or a religious well, entity?
0: But I think – so now that you mention religion, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, th- that's how I'm kind of figuring how the LGBTQ is kind of working now. It's not – they're not looking at it as a sexual orientation. I think they're more looking at it as a religion where – it's okay for you to believe this, believe that, believe this. You know, you're a Mormon. I'm Christian most of the time. You know, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there used to be something called witnessing or telling people. And then, you know, I admire, I like the people. I didn't want to get up in people's faces and be like, y- you better accept this or you're going to die a horrible death and you're going to burn in hell. So now I think it's just kind of shifted... To where they're like, you need to accept. Uh, but see, you have but, to accept, you have to accept the sexuality. You you have to accept this.
1: But you know, but see, when you have other changes with that, when you get to choose, you can align yourself with the, the, the gender that you choose, and that means you can go into women's locker rooms, look at the swimmers at um, what the the um, what do you call it? the University of Kentucky or the one they swam against Riley Gaines. They weren't told. They were expected to accept the fact that a biological male was going to change into their locker room. Mm-hmm. They had no choice in the matter. So,
0: I don't know, not giving that person a choice, that definitely I mean, that's definitely a problem. A, I, I mean, especially, that, I mean, so, um, okay, it's just in a family dynamic. You know, there's something that, you know, when it comes to anything or anybody, you know, even like we're talking, if you're uncomfortable, there's a time you need to say something or do something about it. And those people need to respect.
1: Yeah, no, I. I <laughs> <laughs> Did we really get kicked off? We got just just let everybody know we just got booted off. Um, um, TikTok. <laughs> Great. So I guess they didn't like what we were saying. So but we're still on podcast. So we're still going to f- follow through. <laughs> so Joe, continue with what you were saying.
0: <laughs> I don't know what we said. <laughs> um. But going like going back um what was I saying you were
1: talking uh, I, I, I lost part with this part we kicked off but um, <laughs> but anyway but when you're when you're forcing it on to people who don't conform to oh, okay now I
0: remember what I was saying
1: but they're, but they're being forced on that just seems like if you don't agree with this lifestyle you need to be attacked you need to be ridiculed everybody has different beliefs and different ways of doing things but it just seems like all of a sudden the last recent few years this lifestyle is being pushed on us and if you don't agree with it you need to be attacked for it so
0: what i was going to go back to also is like okay there's inappropriate and there's level of of uncomfortability so at work we have something that it's the catch-all like if safety overrules everything so if you feel unsafe it should trump anything that is you know that of your feelings and i think that's something that people need to abide by so it should have been those women to speak up and say to uh say this you know this transgender person's in their in their locker room hey stop i feel unsafe and then that will negate or that will um uh That will start liability.
1: Yeah, but see, but that's not happening. They're told, like Riley Gaines, she was told you must accept this. You must. Yeah, but if Riley
0: Gaines said, "I feel unsafe," no, but she did.
1: Eh. She did, and many of the other swimmers, they've done. Well, then they should have. What if
0: they they just joined together and said, "All right, we're out of here"?
1: Okay, but look at this. I mean,
0: anytime they they're they're, and I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I'm saying that a group together. Is more powerful well, than one do, but per- you than re- more than one power- but one you, person
1: alone. But you also have to remember a lot of these girls now, they're like there's an example today on the news, there was a um high school I think it was a runner. She um is at the, in, in in Connecticut somewhere. She's suing I don't know if her high school or suing the athletic high school athletic association of some sort because there was biological males won all the the races, the state races, the regional races. So, you're competing at a, a marketable disadvantage. No matter what you do, you can never get to that level because someone who was born a biological male is now competing and winning in a sport that you're never going to be able to reach. Yeah. And, and we've got to get some – What if i making
0: our own – if you Wait, to, okay, Waddle, what about making their own division? So well you have men, men's, females, and then you have trans- the transgender.
1: That's one thing. Have your own division, but not to compete with biological females. That was would the still whole thing. rock that. Well, that yeah. was the whole thing in Louton County, um, Virginia, that started the, that uh, pushed um, Glenn Youngkin to the governorship. A transgender, a biological male, went into a locker room with a female and raped this girl. And then the school district knew about it, and they moved the transgender to another school, and the person did the same thing again. Yeah. I'm not saying all transgenders are going to do that, but what about the rights of these girls? hmm We're destroying that. I mean, you've got a, two girls. One is, what, 22? Yeah. And then your daughter is, what, 7 Mm-hmm. So- they're facing these issues, and they're being told you must accept this, whether you like it or not. Okay, I you will accept but it. I don't think.
0: I don't think. I don't think um, a transgender male to female is going to be a better teacher than my daughter. And then also, like the little one, her professionalism is being a little girl. So I don't know if you can outgirl her. Yeah. So,
1: but what happens if she goes into the schools, like your, your youngest? And they're, they're saying they're pushing this stuff. They're pushing that you're going to have sexually expo- – now the Biden administration is forcing Georgia to accept pornography into the schools.
0: Okay. Um, what I would do, though, is that even back when I was going through school, there was the, the sex education portion.
1: Yeah, we had that when I think I was and, in 8th grade or something like that. But you could
0: opt out of it. Yeah. Like if your parents were uncomfortable or they were over religious or something like that, there was an opt out function. And I would just do the same thing. But what for, if it's, but, for that. I mean, you would have to, but if No, you, I
1: got that, but what about schools across the country where the teachers are not telling their um, the teachers are telling you the student, sue the school. So, but this is look, what look, parents are, are look, having to deal with. If
0: if if any if the Bud Light and the Target has taught us anything, okay, is that when you hit them in the purse they react, okay? Because and that's what you're Bud have. Light Bud Light as soon as they took as soon as they took a little bit of a dip they took an even bigger hit now. But since you take a little bit of a dip, they were like, okay, um, hey, this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing, where. Yeah, we're distancing ourselves from that. Why? Because they saw you know now, they saw a decrease in revenue. And then Target did the same thing. Target did the same thing when they were like, Oh, here you go. And they had it all loud and proud in the front, okay? And all of a sudden the shoppers, who the majority of the shoppers were families, they were like, Nope, uh-uh we're not doing this we're going to boycott so what they did is like they didn't take it out completely they just like okay we're going to move it in the back
1: well the okay? other thing was so but,
0: they took a hit so that's the only way you're going to kind of get well the get, other way that
1: you're going to hit these companies is the shareholders are going to they're going to have some lawsuits but
0: the lot of the thing too is like i think so the person that had the Dylan Mulvaney campaign she kind of went rogue she didn't bring it up to like the higher ups because if the well, higher but, but, ups heard but about see, this,
1: is where I disagree on that. Okay, yeah, she might have went rogue, but the higher ups very, did, did a very muted response to it. I mean, you've lost. Think about it. You, the Anheuser Bush has lost twenty billion. Well,
0: no, they're muted. No, there there wasn't a muted response. They were just like, hey, you need to pull back this campaign. Yeah, but one whoever set up this campaign, she's done.
1: Well, I mean, I'm gonna imagine with Target and was now calls. And then you have Bud Light or Anheuser Busch, the, the parent company. I wonder if the shareholders we haven't heard from mm-hmm. are suing or getting ready to sue these companies. They maybe. Well, no, because you have a fidu- also, hold on, but you have a fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders. Yeah. If the board of directors and the CEO CEO goes rogue, mm-hmm. that's your investment. But also, what is their investment like now? But also, does
0: maybe does Bud Light have or does Bud Light have?
1: A reason to sue
0: this woman who started a campaign?
1: No, I don't think I don't know if that I don't know legality because she works for Anheuser Busch. I don't know if you can sue somebody that she, that worked for because they decided to do a campaign. But there's, there's, gotta no, be there's a lot
0: of there's a lot of risk reward when it comes to big corporations like that. You know, there, there and, and if it works, then it works. Yeah, but it, but if it if it fails, but if it
1: fails miserably like that, then you have a problem, and that's when the shareholders get involved. If you're a shareholder at Target mm-hmm. and Anheuser Busch, and you were making let's make it easy math, two hundred dollars a share, and now your shares are worth fifty dollars a share. Look at the money your investment has lost.
0: And I am not stopping. I'm not. I am not going to stop shopping at Target to get everything there.
1: I mean, I. I mean, I think I'd rather go there before I go back to Walmart. I mean, I go to Target just for little things. I mean, I, I just always liked their store. But I mean, I can see people's concerns, especially when you put Pride um, ch- items for kids. And I saw some pictures where they were showing you have a toddler mm-hmm. and you have a Pride thing, so you're pushing it on to children and parents. some- and parents have something that have. You have no recourse. There's not a lot of place that has. Moderate-priced clothing for kids. Do you think they have binders for men? Yeah, and that's the other thing: binders for men.
0: I mean, I mean, check it out. Maybe there's like a lot of low, you know, uh, high-speed, low drag when you when you have a binder on.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's getting crazy, and it's just so we're going. This is going to play out, and this is going to continue to play out. So we'll have to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. And it's playing out in education. And I was on a radio show today. I mentioned it. Because there was a county in Florida, north of Tampa, that was facing this, and I'm like, "Look at our reading and math scores, our educational scores." Yeah. So this is what we're going to fo- focus our American educational effort on. Well, I
0: think it's like I said earlier. It was I think it's the media perpetu- perpetuating. To, w- a degree, hot. to a
1: degree, degree, they overplay this, but also this is happening across America. We- I mean, you t- you
0: tell me about kids not up to grade level in math and reading. I'm going to start falling asleep. But if if I'm a okay, in a this ma- in, in, in a majority of okay, so you would have to maybe think uh, considering the election and the voting registration that the majority of conservatives are now. Um, the majority of conservative – there's a majority, a majority of conservatives here in Florida. So why not get a bunch of conservative Floridas, Floridians riled up like, hey, this county, they played a Disney movie with well, a gay but I'm character not, in it.
1: But I'm not so sure it's just a um, a liberal conservative issue. In Loughton County, which is not exactly a hotbed issue because Virginia really hadn't elected a Republican in a number of years. Mm-hmm. And you had independents, Democrats – Um, and Republicans' um, outrage of what was being taught, what was being pushed to their students. So I'm not so sure this is just a conservative, liberal issue. I think this goes across even people not affiliated, the people are not political, they're like, I want my kid to learn, not go through this stuff. And this is what's happening across America. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see. This is not going to go away anytime soon, so we'll have to see how this plays out would it be
0: a little bit more su- uh, okay would this be more uh acceptable if they weren't trying to force it on us i mean it's okay like i mean say you go to school and, and like you know if a kid wants to identify as whatever they want and they're like okay cool hey we're gonna try our best to do that and they're not like oh let's go seek a, a gender affirming care or
1: like well, if, I, that I don't know. If, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's like it's if like someone a, wasn't like
0: barraging me with their pronouns saying you need to identify, you need to call me this well, or do maybe, that. Well,
1: maybe I don't know, but it could be the same thing as um, same sex marriage. Everybody didn't seem to have a problem with it. I mean, a couple of years ago, maybe, but now it's like more acceptable. Mm-hmm. As, but people were like, hey, if you want to marry who you want, just don't push it on me. Okay. Maybe if they weren't pushing it into the schools or. Everything is LGBTQ, L-D-G-B-T-Q. And people were like, I'm tired of being bombarded with it. I'm tired of being it pushed down my throat. Maybe it would have been different. I don't know.
0: Have you ever heard of the uh, – it's something called um, androgen sensitivity.
1: I heard a little bit. I haven't gotten research into it.
0: Okay. So basically during the process of being created or during during pregnancy – Is that certain hormones are released to determine whether it's a boy or a girl. And sometimes they get crossed. So sometimes it has the parts of a girl, but has the hormones of a boy. Okay. And it's not like it's not intersex, it's not like both parts. It's like you have this part, Mm -hmm. but you're. So, and there's a couple people that they can almost determine that might have had that but they kind of keep it to themselves and maybe is that maybe something that's kind of coming to the forefront where it's like maybe there's a lot more cases of this androgen sensitivity and this is why a person that is this gender feels like they're
1: that gender that i don't know i i'm gonna have to research more into that i can't really comics. i don't really know much about that mm-hmm but it's just, it's in a different world right now. It's not just this LGBTQ. It just seems like everything is about this woke ideology between this, between everybody is um, is racist or this country is systemically racist. I wonder, it's,
0: I wonder if we got kicked off TikTok because I refer to the LGBTQ as more of a religion than an actual. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because, uh, you know, because basically it's your belief and you're just trying to push it on somebody else.
1: Uh, I don't know. That I don't know. But just, I mean, it could be because we're going against, maybe it's something, maybe it's the whole viewpoint that I have is that they're pushing this ideology and I'm against it. Mm -hmm. And they could say, hey, off you go. And to me, it's a form of censorship. I mean, it's you have the tech companies doing the bidding of a certain group, and if they don't like it, we're going to censor you. We're okay. going to shut you down.
0: So kind of before we kind of like end the show, okay, now that we've seen the backlash from um, Amheuser, or Buster, or Bud, Bud Light, and we're seeing what happened to Target and North Face. right? Um, what now uh, tomorrow, or if you were listening to this, today is the beginning of Pride Month. Are we going to be seeing a lot? Are we going to see as so like last year, every company that uh, was mainstream would turn the rainbow flag on and be like, we support we, you know, we, 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 I think. You it, I think it Do re- you think is is there going to be a resurgence or is it just going to be like, are they going to back off?
1: That's a, that's to be determined. I mean, we with all these boycotts, we just I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. have to say I, I really don't know. Because people, it's just the I mean, each company comes out and they face a, sl, a huge boycott. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see in the next couple of weeks if there is a, um, a push against it. And we'll, we'll I don't know. We're we'll just going to have to see. Okay. All
0: right, John. So how can he go ahead and get a hold of
1: us? Well, you can get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. And Ubaldi reports. Is U B A L D I reports R E P O R T S. You can check us out on all the the streaming sites that podcasts can be found at Ubaldi Reports. Now, we're probably not going to be live streaming on TikTok next week because I can yeah, go we're back. Probably good for a week. <laughs> I can go back. It's restored on June seventh at seven forty five p.m. I'm not sure what the date is for next. Um. um Wednesday, so we'll have to see, but we'll still do a, the podcast itself. Oh, wait, and, oh,
0: that's Wednesday. We, we might be able to come back on Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll have to see. But anyway,
1: we'll have to see where we're at. So keep checking at Ubaldi Reports. And if you go to the different streaming sites, we have all the past shows that we've done, so you can check us out. for things. If you couldn't listen to this one, you can listen to other ones. So keep pushing. Let people know we're going to keep doing this. My goal is to do this five days a week so I can do this full time. And take it from there. But then, uh, Joe has always been with us. We missed Ray because he had some other business opportunities he was taking care of. But Ray's Joe also... A,
0: Ray's got a class project to do. There you go.
1: But uh, Joe also has a podcast that he and Ray are getting involved with. And I'll let you, uh, Joe, explain that.
0: Sure. Uh, we're doing All-American Gunslingers, which is more than... Uh, it's We're working on a gunsmith, uh, marksmanship, and also... Um, know we have a podcast where we talk about uh liquor uh guns and you know other gun related uh information and we just bs for the most part so uh, you can catch us there it's uh, all american gunslingers at uh, dot gmail.com and you can look at a look for us all on all american gunslingers social media and you will find us
1: so, till next time, keep listening to Ubaldi Reports. We do the live um, podcast at seven thirty Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday. So, till then, keep following Ubaldi Reports.